Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Hello, this is episode number 160 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title this episode is Isaiah and God, Part 5. Well, this is our last week for this topic. We have been reviewing Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 to 13. Through previous weeks, we looked at the celestial in verses 1 to 4, the confession, verse 5, the consecration, verses 6 to 7, the call, verse 8, and now finally this week today, the commission, verses 9 to 13. So let's look at what Isaiah chapter 6, verses 9 to 13 has to say. And he said, go and tell this people. Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people dull, and their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and return and be healed. Then I said, Lord, how long? And he answered, Until the cities are laid waste and without inhabitant, the houses are without a man, the land is utterly desolate, the Lord has removed men far away, and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. But yet a tenth will be in it and will return and be for consuming, as a terebinth tree or as an oak, whose stump remains when it is cut down. So the holy seed shall be its stump. Now I know, that's a lot. <laughs> let, me just, let me just condense this a little bit for you so that you can get an understanding and just some encouragement for your life today. Well, in commissioning Isaiah to be a prophet, God is warning him in these particular passages that his ministry, for the most part, is going to fall upon deaf ears. We see this in the words, keep on hearing, but do not understand, keep on seeing, but do not perceive. So in other words, Israel will continue to listen to the prophet's message but will not really respond with faith. Their rejection will be such that it will be the same as if they had never even heard 
anything from Isaiah or if they had never seen in regards to what Isaiah was trying to show them. Look at what verse 10 says. Make the heart of this people dull and the ears heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and return and be healed. Verses 9 and 10 do not describe the goal of Isaiah's ministry, but they describe the unavoidable result of his ministry. You know, he is given a commission now. He is given instruction, directions, responsibility as to what he is supposed to do. And he's carrying out what he's been commissioned to do. But the result of it is unavoidable in that even though he preaches, the more he preaches, the more they're going to reject his message and the more they're going to harden their heart toward God. In this passage, we saw the words ears, eyes, and heart. Now, these are what gain entrance into our soul. So what we hear, see, and let enter in our hearts is going to affect our lives. And again, we're told in the Bible to guard our hearts. So even though Isaiah is carrying out his commission and being obedient to God, they're not going to believe and they're not going to be converted so that they can be healed. They're going to close their ears, their eyes, and their heart to the Lord, to the message that God sends through Isaiah. I am sure Isaiah probably thought that his serving the Lord through this commission was going to result in the nation's cleansing, just like it resulted in his personal cleansing. However, the Lord told him that his message would not result in their spiritual response, that the people had not listened before and they would not listen now. The Lord did not delight in judging his people, but discipline was necessary because of their disobedience and their rejection of his word. They wouldn't respond, so they just sealed their fate. Their guilt now would be certain. One thing that's important to note is that Isaiah did not quit or withhold the truth because of their rejection. And neither should we in this present time. When we proclaim God's word or we're trying to live God's word out before others and they just keep rejecting us over and over again and it just seems like what we're trying to say falls on deaf ears or they just won't receive it, we still need to be faithful to God. We still need to persevere and to proclaim God's word. Now, probably stunned by this statement, Isaiah asked the question in the scripture. Then said I, Lord, how long? Isaiah is probably dismayed at the message and wonders when is it going to end? He wondered how long the people would continue to be unresponsive to his words of truth from God. And how long would God's judgments continue on his people? Now, that would be a normal question if someone was a little discouraged because their commission or their ministry seemed to be pretty difficult. Well, God answers him, and this is what God says. And he answered, until the cities are laid waste and without inhabitant, 
The houses are without a man. The land is utterly desolate. The Lord has removed men far away, and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. But yet a tenth will be in it and will return and be for consuming. Well, God answers that he will continue to preach this message until the cities were desolate and only a remnant survived. This showed that his message would be important to Israel up until the time of their captivity. He's reminded that his ministry will not be totally in vain, that God was going to spare a remnant because he said a tenth, a small remnant, is going to be able to return to the land. Now, sometimes you may feel discouraged in your ministry, and you may have to persevere against all types of opposition. Yet the call of God is for your faithfulness to him to declare his word to the call that you have on your life. And so it's going to take faith in God's character and reliance upon his strength for you not to give up, but to persevere to the end. And so even though Isaiah's ministry was difficult, it was not without any hope. Verse 13, but yet a tenth will be in it and it will return and be for consuming as a terebinth tree or as an oak whose stump remains when it is cut down. So the holy seed shall be its stump. Now, basically, this passage is letting us know that a remnant will indeed return back to the land, but even that remnant will eventually be judged. Israel wasn't done with their disobedience when they returned from captivity, and so then God evidently then wasn't done with bringing judgment for their disobedience. Verse 13 indicates that even this remnant is going to be disciplined so that only a holy seed shall be left from it. So both trees mentioned in this scripture are capable of reproducing tiny shoots left just from their stump. Isaiah, perhaps discouraged by such a negative response and terrible results, was then assured by the Lord that not all was lost, a remnant would be left. And so God compared that remnant to stumps of the terebinth and oak trees. And from this stump or holy seed of a believing remnant would come others who would believe. So though Judah's population would be almost totally wiped out or exiled, God promised to preserve a small number of believers in the land. So the vision ends with hope, and a holy seed does remain. The same truth that was rejected and brought judgment was the same truth that was received and brought blessings and salvation. To one group, it brought destruction. To the other group, deliverance. So the message that God asked Isaiah to take to people and that he asked us to take to people as well, the word of God both saves but also judges. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14 to 16, in the New Living Translation, it says, But thank God he has made us his captives and continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. 
Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of God everywhere like a sweet perfume. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. To those who are perishing, we are a dreadful smell of death and doom. But to those who are being saved, we are a life-giving perfume. And who is adequate for such a task as this? So you see, whenever you share the word of God, depending on a person's heart, whether they receive the message and the truth you share, it will either bring life and blessing or death and destruction. So the Lord's people would not be destroyed totally as we see in this scripture. A remnant would indeed be spared. And ultimately, the holy seed would issue forth a branch. If you go to Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1, you'll see that a branch is going to come from this holy seed. And that branch is the promise of our Savior, Jesus Christ, coming. I trust that you enjoyed this month's podcast from Isaiah chapter 6, and I trust that you were encouraged to draw nigh to our holy God and to confess any sins, to hear his voice and obey, and to surrender to his call. Then also to be faithful to your call regardless of how people respond, knowing that you're a servant of God and not of people. Well, be mindful that at the end of August, our early bird registration for the conference comes to an end. So please go to our website given at the end of this podcast and register now to secure your seat. You will not want to miss this conference. It's going to be a life changer. Well, join us again next week and tell your friends. And again, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.